Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Amen. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be in church? Can you hear me? I can't really hear myself. Are you excited to be in the house of God? Today we had a wonderful testimony. I don't know if you're watching. She said, uh, prophet said, it's, you don't only have to, it's good to pray. And it's good to have faith. But you have to do the work. Amen. So, uh, those of you who look bored and like sleepy, you know, you don't say amen, you don't shout, you don't clap, you don't make noise, you are dead. You know, it's good to come to church and it's good to, to, to pray, but you have to do the work. And when you come to church, the work, the work is shouting amen, shouting hallelujah, giving the Lord a shout of praise, giving the Lord a jump. Giving the Lord a dance. Amen. Well, it's time for the word of God. And tell your neighbor you're in for a treat. Amen. God is about to speak to you. And he's about to transform your life. Amen. How many of you are blessed by it's worship time? It's worship time. It means it's not time to be on your phone. It's not time to, to be taking selfies. It's not time to chat with your neighbor. What time is it? I can't hear you first, love church. What time is it? I can't hear you one last time. What time is it? Amen. Now, what song do you want to sing? I can't hear you. What song do you want to sing as we welcome Prophet? Okay, we have to vote again. We have been voting nowadays. How many of you want to sing? Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Raise your hand. Okay, put your hands down. Now, how many of you want to sing, I expect a miracle today? Oh, it looks like nothing is impossible. Do you believe it? Nothing is impossible. Do you believe that nothing is impossible for God? Everyone standing upstairs at the back all around as we sing, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. When you put your trust in God Nothing is impossible Nothing is impossible When you're trusting in His Word I give to the voice of God to me Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone And rest upon His Word For everything When you put your trust in God Everybody's singing Nothing is impossible 
time in your presence. Guide us and lead us by the Holy Spirit. We thank you that you know everything. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. What a blessing. Now, I believe it's a blessing to be here, and um, we are in a new phase of the ministry and of the church, amen? And... Um, I can see that you've, you've heard of the new timing. The service is from 12 to 3. Now, we want more. Amen. And also, we are, our aim, which is an aim that involves all of us, is to have 25,000 people on Sunday mornings or Sundays. Amen. So, downstairs alone is supposed to, it's not up to that, but it has 7,000 chairs downstairs. And so, we are seeing, we don't have, we are buying the chairs. We don't have enough yet. And um, that's a lot of souls. And it's a lot of responsibility. And we have to all together work to finish and accomplish uh, the vision. Because you see, nobody is supervising us in a sense. God is supervising us. So we, our targets are not related to what somebody is doing or what somebody has done. It's related to what the Holy Spirit helps us to see that we can do. Amen. Amen. How many also want to enjoy 25,000 people in, in the church at the, I mean on Sunday? And there's a th million of people around, around all over the place. The whole city is crowded. You know that the city is crowded by when, when you travel. Amen. So, it's very good. And um, we want to build the church. 
God is helping us. I just came from Helsinki. Um, we had a camp there for our candle in the dark church. Um, we have a denomination called Candle in the Dark Church. And it, it comprises some countries in Europe. Germany, um, Italy, um, France, yes, Hungary, just some, some European countries. And um, that's Helsinki, that is in Finland. The church is doing excellently well. Now, because you see, this camp, everybody has to fly. Because you know, Finland is getting to the North Pole. So to attend, you have to, huh? Yes, you have to fly. Every single person who attends the camp has to fly about three, four hours to attend. It's like having a camp in Kenya for Ghana. Yeah. And then we had a camp, uh, another camp in the Arctic Circle. Those are, do the geography, please, for the art. You see, art students should have told us, but, you know, we are always helping them. So put the map on of the world. You see the Arctic Circle. You remember Tropic of Cancer, Tropic of Capricorn? the equator. You remember? Some of you remember. Yeah. So we had another camp for the mustard seed denomination. That was, in that one it was in the, when you go there there's only snow. Oh yes. Arctic. So I think they will soon find the globe. I don't know these people. So that I show you. Yes. Now, that one was even further near the North Pole. That one to almost a thousand people. They, everybody flew. They were from our other denomination in Europe. But we don't have a church in Norway. Yes. Yet. We are waiting for you too. 190 nations. I don't know why you are still here. Oh, yes. And that one too, a lot of them came. So the church is really strong. So we have to be strong here too. Everywhere. And work harder and harder. And we thank God for so many faithful people. Yes. God has uh, blessed the church with. So we had a very beautiful camp. The theme of that camp was Come over to Macedonia and help us. Yes, come over into Macedonia and help us. Oh, yes. So we are believing God to do 190 nations. Yes, 190 nations. And I know that many, many uh, churches are coming out of the church. So, that's a great blessing. You know, our work is the church. Everybody has his work. 
Some people are gearing up for elections. Their aim is to come into power, to, de to develop the country with a better leadership or this leadership. Some are aiming to do more. Everybody has his goal. In the universities, I'm sure University of Ghana is aiming to be a university that's recognized in Africa, like at least top five or top three. Yes, graduates, PhDs, the, every institution has its aim. Water and sewage, I think their aim is to provide water to everybody. Eh? Yes. Provide running water. Uh, VRA is aiming to provide electricity to everybody in Ghana. I think they've achieved it by now. Oh, which place doesn't have electricity? I believe they have, they have accomplished that. The telephone companies have their aim to spread coverage, internet, make money, profits. We are church. When you come to church, we, we are not, you, are not, we are, you are not coming to the church just to be blessed. You get it? Because Jesus said, Come to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Then he said, take my yoke. Take my problems. What, what, what yoke or difficulty does Jesus have? He has a burden to win. He came to this world to save us. You know? Jesus, Jesus is God and Jesus existed before even angels were created. And angels were created before human beings were created. You get it? There were, everybody knows there were people here before us. Do you get it? Isaiah 45 and verse 18. Isaiah 45 and verse 18. Yes. It says, For thus says the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it. He has established it. He created it not in vain. That word in vain is the word tohu. And that is the word in Genesis chapter 1. Verse 2. What is Genesis number 1, verse 2? And the earth was without form and void. Tohu. The earth was now tohu. But Isaiah 45, verse 18 says that God, that was tohu and bohu. God did not create the world, Isaiah 45 and 18, did not create the world tohu. It did not create it without form and void. It, it means an, a fantastic desolation. And abandonment. You see, when you are abandoned, you are cursed. God did not make, that's not how God made the world. Tohu. You can check your, your own Bibles. Yeah, Tohu. The, 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 world, the world that God made, that's not how he made it. Something spoiled it. 
And that is where we see in the history museums, we see dinosaurs and we see creatures and things that have existed way beyond the Bible creation of Adam. Because from Adam to now, it's about 6,000 years only. When you do everybody's age and you come, you can count from Adam up to where we are. It's about 6,000 years. But there's people from before. And all sorts of creatures that were not. So the world covered with water. You see, that's what the Bible says, that the world that was, that was destroyed by water. It's not just Noah. God has been flooding things. You see, that's why it was after Noah. He said he wouldn't do that again. Yes. So, we are, we are nothing. We are nothing. And God sent Jesus to save nothings. We are nothing. Can't you see that we are nothing? Yes. Or maybe you feel... You feel great, you see. Some of you, you are so young, but even when you look in the mirror, you, you even feel old by, by what you see. And you realize that it's not so nice. True or not true? Oh, yes. So, God is interested in us so much that he sent Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is described in the Bible. I don't want to go into that. He was in the beginning. Everything that was made was made by him and through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Fantastic. And he said, and Jesus came to the world and said, come to me. Come to me, I will give you rest. Amen. And then he said, take my yoke. Take my work. Take my work. I want to elevate you. Lift your hand and say, God wants to elevate me. No, I can hear you say, God wants to elevate me. Amen. God wants to elevate you. Why? Because he doesn't want you to live just to eat food. What is the difference between you and an animal? Every lion lives to catch an antelope. Eat it and then have sex with another one, give birth, eat every day. This is all. So you two, what is your purpose? There's something higher for you. That's why he invites you, come and do my work. Otherwise, you will, you will be just like the Gentiles. He says all these things are Gentiles seeking. As for Gentiles, they, they have no aim. Just get this, get this, get this, live, finish, finish. You see, but you, you will not realize that you are about to die till you are about to die. Realize that. So what, have, what did I come to do? 
If you check the rate of suicide in the world, it's very high in Europe. Because the people have, they already have microwaves. They have phone. They have fridge, washing machine. It is there. What shall I do next? Depression starts to come in. What is the aim of my life? What am I trying to do? Then you see the depression come. So if you check the highest suicide is in Lithuania. And so many European countries, they have everything and they are not understanding what is the purpose of this world. So brothers and sisters, Jesus says, come to me and take my yoke. Everybody say, God wants to elevate me. He wants me to work for him. How many would be so excited if the, and the new government comes and calls you to work for them? I mean, we don't know who is going to be the new government, but we change every four years, we change them. Chiefs remain, pastors remain, but the politicians are changed every four years. True or not true? Yes. Supposing the new people come and they call you, say, ah, we want you to be the minister of hairdressers. Wow, would you not be excited? So how much more almighty God calls you and say, you, I want you to be my minister of, I mean, this gospel. Is it not a great blessing and a great honor? It's a very great blessing. It's almost like your life is elevated. Supposing the person who becomes the president, you know him, you know his wife, you know his sister, you know his brother, ah, and he says, oh, you, you'll be my board chairman of uh, clouds and rivers. Ah, you'll be so happy. And now almighty God, he has decided that instead of joining any church, you should come to a church where they are always explaining how you should work for the Lord. He could have allowed you to join any other church. But look at where he has brought you. You should be grateful to the Lord. Amen. Now, today I want to talk to you for the short time that we have left about permanence. Why you should be a permanent member. Everybody say, why should I be a permanent member? Amen. Say it again. Why should I be a permanent member of the First Love Church? I can't hear your English words. Say it again. Why should I be a permanent member of the First Love Church? Wow. You love it already, isn't it? And the reason is because God loves, a, num, reason number one, God loves a certain word. Do you know what that word is? That word is forever. forever. It's one of God's favorite words. Forever. Forever. God, when he does this, it's forever. Psalm 23 verse 6. What does it say? Surely. 
goodness and mercy shall follow me at weekends. Goodness and mercy shall follow me in 2025. Goodness and mercy shall follow me when? All the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord for five years. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord for three years. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord until 2022. Everybody say forever. I can't hear the people on this side. Is this side, is it west or east? I think we have to get a west end, east end. Because we are a lot of people on the ground floor. Yes. It's getting to 7,000 people on the ground floor. Yes. Yes, without counting. It's by the chairs that we have put here. Oh, yes. Everybody say forever. 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 You see, you have to have a permanent mind when you come to do the work of God and when you come to the house of the Lord. Psalm 37. Beautiful. Psalm 37, verse 27. Psalm 37, verse 27. Depart from evil and do good and dwell for how long? Forevermore. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I'm a forever person. Now, how many of you would like to meet a person, a brother who wants to propose to you and say, hi, baby. I'm going to give you some wraps, okay? Shall I give you some wraps? Because some of you, you are like boring, you get it? You don't have wraps. Let me give you one wrap that you can add to your collection of wraps. You tell the person that, listen, how are you? You know, you say, your face seems familiar, you know, the how to talk and all that. Then as you start talking, you tell the person, you know, I want you to know I am a forever person. Wow. I am a what? Forever person. Yeah, like Charlie, I'm into foreverness. When you are my friend, it's forever. I'm not here for two months to come and I mean, lackable and then just trying to say something and then, you know, afterwards you are gone. Tell your neighbor, I'm a for. Tell someone I'm a forever girl, man. I'm a forever girl. And I'm a forever boy. I'm a forever person. Yeah. So as you come into the house of the Lord, you are a forever person. Not a three-month something or 15 years something or five years something. Forever. Together, forever. By all means, we'll sing that song before we close. Oh, yes. And I see some people on the internet. Are you forever people as well? Oh, yes. I know you are forever. Yes. Stay on. Stay on forever. 
<laughs> Psalm 37, verse 28. The Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever. God is a forever person. They are preserved forever. But the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. God is a forever person. How many are glad that God is a forever God? God is a forever God. Tell your neighbor, are you a forever person or you are just here for two weeks? When I say ask your neighbor, some of you are bigger than my... Forever. Everybody say forever. Oh, yes. I am a forever person. He says they are preserved forever. God will protect you forever. God is going to protect you forever. Now, verse 20, the, the next verse, 29. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. Every verse contains forever, forever, because God is a forever type of person. Once you know him, you know him forever. Once you relate with him, you relate with him forever. Once you get in touch with him, it is forever. You know, one time I heard, is it a, I don't know whether it's a, which government, I mean, which country. They said we don't have any permanent friendships. We only have interests. Yes. Huh? Yeah, one ambassador said, we, we don't have any permanent friendship. We have only interest. If we have an interest here, then we relate with you. When we don't have any interest with you, sorry. Man, would you like God to tell you, I have only interest. I, I don't have any permanent whatever. Are you glad that God is forever? Yes. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Even when you are somewhere, he's still around how many have sinned before raise your right hand I can't see you now supposing when you sin and you get up from the sin whatever the sin is you wake up from the sin and God says that's it forever forever never call my name again never pray to me again forever and ever it will be too much for you that would be too much. Wow. So, it is important for you to understand that you are dealing with a God who is a forever God. Amen. So, that is reason number one. Is that, what is reason number one? God is what? God is a forever person. And therefore, you must be a forever person. How many girls' hearts are broken? Hmm? And sometimes some boys. Because you came, I think, I don't know whether it's, there's no power on the stage. You know, you, you came into the relationship with all your heart. And your mind was Charlie. When I say I love you, it's me and you. 
forever. Together. But not knowing that the guy, he doesn't have that mind at all. You are one of his 12 girlfriends. And then your heart is broken. Oh. Now, reason number two, tell your neighbor, why must you be a permanent member of the First Love Church? Reason number two is because you are part of a family. A family. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 15. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 15. Let's read from verse 14. It says, for this cause I bow my knees unto the Father. Amen. Unto the what? The Father. Wow. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. I bow my knees unto the Father. Or the Greek, the pater. Pater. All right. All right. Of whom the whole family, the whole family, patria, so I bow my knees to the pater from whom comes the whole patria. A family is made by a father. It's because we have the same father that even if we have different mothers and different whatever, but the father makes the family. And everything is connected to the father. Father is very important. So even in the Greek language, which comes from where we are getting the English, you bow your knees to the one from whom comes the family. God is the father who makes a family. And in the natural, a father is the basis of your family. And in a church, it's the father who is the basis of the family in the church. So the church is also a family. And no one leaves his family. Even if you don't like your family, and even if you don't talk to your family, you don't leave your family. My name is Heward Mills. And there are many Heward Millses. One time I was Googling Heward Mills, and so many of them, I said, hey, who are these people? I, I have a huge family. I don't even know most of them. But you, but you can't leave your family. I've not changed my name to whatever. I'm still Heward Mills. Even if I don't like it, I still am. And Mills, I'm Mills. And Heward. And Heward Mills. I mean, what do you do? You, you, the father causes the family to exist. And no matter what the family does or doesn't do, hey man, that's your family. That's your family. Amen. And we don't leave families. And when we come to a church like our church, our church is a family. And you see, a strong family comes from a strong father. Because one of the strong anointing that is on my life is the anointing to be a father. That is why it has created such a strong family. Well, I just told the people. And you see, there was a limited space 
at the camp that I had in the Arctic Circle. That people have to fly three, four hours. It's like flying from Kenya to here. And I, I gave them, so I told them, I said, let's do something. If you don't register by 6 p.m., announce in the morning by 6 p.m. in the evening. If you've not, you can't come. And instantly, it was awful. We couldn't take it. By 6 that's all. Yes. It's a strong family. And they've been there for years. Uh, people, people can't, you, you can't easily leave a family. So people say, why you can't you leave the church it, easily? It is a cult. No, no, it's a family. It's a family. Some churches are more like uh, jobs, employment. So they see that, so my boss, yes, sir, and so on. Some are more like an army also. Some are more like a family. It depends on the style that the church is patterned after. Our church is patterned after a family. Which is how God has also created it and designed it to be. It's a family. So if you are here, you know, you can be a deep member of a family or on the fringes. Some of you have family meetings on Sundays. Like your family can call for a family meeting on Sundays. But because you are in church, you can't go for family meetings on Sundays. I, I, or even old boys associations and so on. We can't even go. We are, we are here. So some, you can be part of a family, but not so deep. You get what I'm saying? And people try to create families out of schools. Like some schools in Ghana have very strong, when somebody goes to the school, I don't want to mention some names, but when somebody goes to a school, well, after the, they're very deep in the school. It's like, hey. it's like the school really formed a strong family bond for them. And they don't forget it. And they are very connected. Do you get it? There are some schools like that. There are some schools when you leave, you say, oh, Charlie, this school, uh, I don't want my child to go here and I don't want to remember the school. Are you listening to me? So, not all old boys associations are deep. Or old girls. And also churches. Not all churches are so deep. Like if you come and you don't come again, it will not be anything. Have you watched Rambo? How many have watched Rambo? Yeah. Rambo asked the girl, the girl asked him, how come you have been chosen for this mission? He said, because I am expendable. And the girl asked him, the Chinese girl asked him, what means expendable? What does it mean, expendable? Is that expendable? It means like maybe you are invited for a party and you don't show up. And it, nobody notices that you didn't come to the party. That is what it means to be expendable. And that's why I was chosen. That's what he was trying to explain together. He is nothing. He's not deep in the system. He's not valued. You get it? In, in some churches, it, you are, it's not a deep thing that you are present it's not a deep thing for a pastor to leave. But in our church, it's very deep. One day, one day somebody told me, he said, you have so many churches. Why don't you leave this one for me? I should, I should leave the church for him. Somebody's got to be wazimu. You know, in, in, 
in Kenya, eh, wazimu means you are crazy. Yes. Somebody's got to be wazimu. I should leave my, one of my church. Let me tell you, every church and every single member and every single small child, I take pictures with all my members all the time. They, they, love, they love having my picture and I also love having a picture with them. No, no, I was in Helsinki. One young, one young little girl, she said to me, it pains me that I didn't take a picture with you. And I said, yeah, it also pained me that I didn't take a picture with her. Oh, yeah. All my children, yeah, it's everything to me. It's deep. Is it like some old boys and old girls? It's not deep. If you come, you don't come. You don't really notice. And the same thing with some churches. Some churches is deep. If you are not there, it's a big issue. To die is a big issue. What's that? Ah, you see, they are showing their, their picture. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. People are jealous of all these things. It's called skimping. Tell your neighbor, reason number one is God is a forever God. And you must be a forever person. Now it's going to be part of your raps. Everyone who is proposing. How many have not yet proposed to any sister? How many have not had any proposal, boys and girls? Either you heard or you were proposed to. Raise your hand. One of the raps is going to be. What, what are you going to say? I can't hear you. I'm a forever person. Wow. That means that I'm deep. When you become my friend, I'll be your friend to the end. Amen. Number three. Third reason why you are going to be a permanent member is because you are part of a building. When you join this church, you are part of a building. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9. You are part of a building. Now, it says we are laborers together. You are God's husbandry. You are God's building. You are God's what? Building. building. You are God's building. Can you imagine if you go home today and the toilets have said, the toilets in, the, in your house say that, we won't stay here again because of the smelling things you've been putting into us. We are not, we are rebelling. We've decided that we are no more members of this house. What will you do this evening? What about if the toilets say that, hey, you don't treat us well. We are tired of every day. You flash, you do this, you do. I mean, we, we, we can't take it anymore. It's over. Will, you, will, you, will your house be okay? Have you ever heard of even the toilet saying that he's leaving? So, how can you say you are leaving when you are part of a building? Think about it. Can the kitchen say, I'm not staying in this house again? It's absurd. Can the sitting room say I'm going? Can the bedroom say I'm leaving? So when you join the church, you have to join with a forever mind that you are part of a family and part of a building. You are God's building. You are God's building. Lift your right hand and say, I am part of the building. 
I cannot hear you. Hey, why is it that your voice doesn't sound very loud? I am part of a building. I am part of the building. That sounds better. Yeah, I am part of the building. Whether even if I'm the toilet, I still won't leave. Tell your neighbor, even if I'm the toilet, I like it. Oh, yes. Number four, because you are part of a garden. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9. Change the version, please. Change the version. You are God's field. You are God's field. You are God's garden. Kenneth Hagin called it, you are God's garden. He has a message called, you are God's garden. You are the field. God's cultivated field. His garden. His vineyard. You are part of the field. How can part of the garden get up and go away? I mean, does it even make sense? Tell your neighbor, as for me, I am a permanent member of First Love Church because I'm part of the garden. That I, am, I cannot be uprooted from here. I am part of the garden. Those of you who are sitting by an unfriendly person say, hey, don't be unfriendly. I say, I am part of the garden. I'm part of the garden. I'm not going anywhere. I am a member of the garden and that is it. I'm growing until I become beautiful. Until I'm so beautiful, I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm growing until I'm, I'm beautiful. If occasionally some cutlass comes with you, you will just grow back. And you'll be nicer than before. Wow. Number five. You are going to be permanent because you are part of a tree. Wow. Now, part of a tree. The Bible says you are a tree. The trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. John chapter 15 and verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branch. I'm part of it. I'm part of it. I see all my pastors as part of me. And my bishops, I see them as part of me. I see my basenta leaders as part of me. And who are these? My girls. Yeah, you're part of me. It's part of my life. The boys are part of my life. The boys are good. The girls are beautiful. Forevermore. Have you not heard that song? The boys are good. The girls are beautiful. Forevermore. Forever. 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 Tell your neighbor, I'm part of a garden forever. I'm part of a tree forever. 
He said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Amen. How many points do you have? Number six. Oh, yes. Number six is that you will flourish. The reason why you are permanent, you will flourish as you are planted. You will flourish as you are planted. Oh, yes. You flourish as you are planted. Those that are planted in the house of the Lord, Psalm 92 and verse 13. Those that are planted, those that are what? Planted shall flourish. What is the meaning of flourish? What is the meaning of flourish? Huh? Somebody should tell us the meaning of flourish. It means what? To prosper, to thrive, to fare well. All right? At least the top part is working. I don't know who, who does this dictionary thing. You, you do well, ornamental, ceremonial. I mean, you become nice. It's just a matter of time. That's why Satan wants to pick you out just before your flower comes out. How many realize that the flower comes at a particular point? It's not always there. Many girls, if we allow you to grow, you become more beautiful. Some of you, you realize at a point in your life, you were more like ugly ducklings. Isn't it? Some of you are wondering, who will ever choose me? When I look at myself, who, who will ever choose me? But as you allow to grow, then your beauty comes out and you start to become more and more beautiful. How many girls have ever wondered one day, hey, will ever anybody choose me? Raise up your hand. When you look in the mirror, say, ah, my nose is long, my chin has come forward, my this bone has gone to the left, my arms are like this, my, my thighs are like odum, uh, timber, uh, wawabod trees. But as you flourish, as you grow, as you are planted, but when, you, when they see you on, not necessarily your wedding day, but as your wedding is approaching. Because sometimes people, when they are getting married, they make them ugly on their wedding day. Have you noticed that they go and retouch the hair? That before you realize the hair has become, they look something, I don't want to say what the word is, but the word I'm thinking about is a gollywog. Oh, yes. They make them ugly. But before you see the person is becoming more voluptuous. And you say, hey, I remember my days of being an ugly duckling. I was praying. But now look at how beautiful you are. All you need in addition to that is a good character and a good tongue. Wow. Tell your neighbor sitting next to you, neighbor, I have decided to be a forever person. I am permanent. Whatever the case, I am a permanent member of the First Love Church. Amen. I'm part of the 25,000 children of God. Amen. Now, the last reason, the last reason, 
is that you see the fruit of your labor. Yes, you see the fruit of your labor. And you also, because you see, we are, we are working. As I'm here now, I see the fruit of my, my labor. I've been a member of this church for 35 years. Why should I not see the fruit of my, I see my members whose children's children are in the church. Huh? Why should you, you, you see some people think they can just write bad stories and you, you can remove somebody who has been planted for 35 years. people, the minds don't seem to be working well. Yes. It's amazing. The love I feel from the church is ten times more love and commitment I feel today than I felt even four years ago or five years ago. Yes. More! More, 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 more. When you stay, I'm telling you, I'm not just talking. The love, the commitment, and the growth is more, more than 10 times more now. Yes, look at the congregation I'm standing, I'm speaking to. These are not about counting whatever. It's physically, practically, humanly existing. Yes. When you stay permanent, there's some of you little ones, you are like a little shrimp moving around in the system. In 10 years, 5 years, 20 years, you start to reap the fruit of your presence and continuous existence around that in a way that you can never reap today. Experience is the only thing that makes you experienced. What? I say experience is the only thing that makes you experienced. that makes you experience. My wife has gone for a wedding in America. The reason why she's she gone for the wedding is because I couldn't go. But I would have gone for that wedding because it's the daughter of one of my daughters who helped to start the church. She was a nurse. She was a member of the church at the beginning. Yeah. Me, I don't go for such programs easily. But I would have gone for this one. Yeah, because before her mother died, he was the original people. They helped us. We're nothing. Five members, she was one of the five. That's her daughter. You see, you see the fruit. And you see the people. The children, the children's children. And they are committed. I meet people's children. And I tell her, your child even loves me more. I don't know where your child knows me from. Yes, people sleep with the makane. It's amazing. Children all over. Oh, yes. When I go for, like, in the candle in, the, in Helsinki, you know, you, when, they, when they play any of the first love songs, it's like a choir. The, the whole community is like a choir. When they sing, it's not even like here. You people don't even appreciate the music. Who oh, is? Compared to them, unless you improve your game. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. So, you shall see the fruit of your labor. Amen. Let me give you another reason. Then, 
The next one is that you avoid the deception of a short relationship. When you know somebody for a short time, you don't know the person. It's when you know the person for a long time, say, oh, I know you. So when you are permanent, we, we, we are not deceived, and you are not a stranger. Beware of new people. When you come, come and be permanent, so that in 2025, we can recommend you. Say, oh, sister so-and-so has been permanent. Oh, yes. I remember a brother, he just saw a girl in the, in the system in town and took her to his house. And he said to me, the strange thing about the girl, she will not eat. Chale, you've taken a lady to your house and she said, the girl, she didn't eat anything. Yes. For a reason. You don't know what you brought to the house. And he said, in the middle of the night, eh, he woke up and then he had a feeling and the girl was lying by him. He don't know the person. So he put his hand on, on the lady. But instead of his hand to remain where he put the hand. Should I tell you what happened to the hand? No, I will not tell you. I'm going to Helsinki to tell the people that because they are more interested in what I'm saying. Are you sure you want to know what happened to his hand? When he put his hand there, his hand slid off, or if you understand, it slided off. Do you know why? Because it was a smooth skin, or the smooth scales of a fish. It just went like this. So the hand, first of all, first of all, it was wet. <laughs> oh, yes. The fish was in the bed. The woman was a fish. <laughs> Those of you who have been moving with strangers, today is your last day. You are going to know permanent members who are permanent. Hey, me, I've been here for seven years, so everybody knows me here. So you avoid the deception of short relationships. He said his hand went like... Then he lifted the blanket. Do you know what he saw? You, you are not? Okay. No, no, I will not tell you what he saw. Number nine. Number nine. When he lifted it, do you know what he saw? Are you sure you want to know? He saw a fish. No, no, she, she was a fish. From here was the fish. There was no like, ah, you think there was a fish in the... No, she was a fish. From the stomach down was a fish. Yes. <laughs> Beginning from today, you are delivered. Number nine, number nine. Is it number eight or number nine? Number nine. Hmm. Number nine. You avoid number nine. You have 
consistent pastoral care. Yes. What is consistent pastoral care? It means that you don't go to a new church and tell the person. You start telling the person stories. But if you were in the other church, they know you at the other church. So you, you come to a new church and start saying stories. Everybody is impressed. Ah, I'm this, I'm this. We know you from the other church that you are a thief. Yes. So there is no stranger amongst us. Amen. And then number 10. Oh, I've given you 10 beautiful reasons. You will be rewarded for your faithfulness. Well done, good and faithful. You were constant, constant, constant. Some of you, one meeting, then you see that your mind is changing. One rebuke, then you see that your mind is changing. One shouting at you, then your mind is changing. Why can't you be shouted at? Are you not a child? Are you not a servant? Nobody is shouting at anybody here, but why, why, what is it that you are so big that hey, you can't talk to me like that? Hey, we are sorry. Sorry for left. Sorry for right. Sorry for left leg. Sorry for right leg. We are sorry. Next time, we won't call you for the meeting. Tell your neighbor, I am here forever. I am a permanent member. I am part of a tree. Put the reasons on the screen. I am part of a tree. I am part of a, a, a building. I am part of a garden. Look at the reasons. I'll, I'll flourish as I'm planted. Everyone, let's say together, number one, God is a forever person. Number two, I can hear you. You can take a screenshot of the screen. Huh? You can take a screenshot. You are part of a building. I can't hear you. Number three. Number four. Number five. Number six. You will. I can't hear you. Number seven. You see the fruits of your labor. Oh, wow. Number eight. You avoid the into bracket fishes. You avoid fishes. You avoid fishes. Into bracket fish. Eh? Marine fishes. Hey. <laughs> Number nine. Consistent pastor. You, you're not going to deceive any new pastor. A pastor knows you and will know how to handle your situation. Amen. And number 10, you'll be rewarded for your faithfulness. Stand to your feet. Together forever. We'll sing it during the offering. Lift your hand like this. Pray everybody for permanence. Pray that nothing can uproot you. Yes, nothing can lift you out of the special, permanent place God is giving you. Father, we thank you for your word today. We are grateful for touching every life today in a special way. We give you thanks and we give you praise. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth.
Put your hand on your heart. Receive the grace of faithfulness. Receive the grace of faithfulness and permanence in the name of Jesus. You will never be an orangu. You will never be unfaithful. You will never be Judas. And you will never be Absalom. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you for all these amazing faithful ones today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, as every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here today, you want to give your life to Jesus. Lift your hands like this. Let me pray with you. you, you somebody invited you to church, but I want to give your life and your heart to God, to Jesus Christ today. Lift your hand up high like this. And come to me in the front right now. Come quickly, very, very quick. Come from where you are standing, at the back, upstairs, anywhere. If you want to give your life to God, come here right now. Let me pray with you. Maybe, come I don't know, somebody invited you. Maybe today is the first day you are coming. Come running, come running, come running to that mercy seat where Jesus is calling. His grace will be your covering. His blood will flow free. Now lift your hands. Let me pray with you. All those of you coming to the front. Say Jesus. I can't hear you. Say Jesus. Please forgive me for my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. I give my heart and my life to Jesus Christ. Thank you. I can't hear you say thank you for saving me. Please wash away my sins. Make me a new person. I give my heart to Jesus. I give my life to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, all of you that came forward, we want to pray with you again and then give you something. Do we give books to our new converts who come forward? We give them, everybody's going to get a book. Everybody here is going to get a book. Do you want my book that I have written? All right. God bless you. Lift your hand, those of you in front. Say, I am permanent. I can't hear you. Say, I am permanent. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Please go this way. Uh, Zoe on stage. Go this way. Take your Holy Communion right away. If you have it, just take it. your holy communion and lift it like this if you have it lift it above your head if you have it father thank you for this holy communion 
let it be a blessing to us in Jesus name the body of Jesus Christ You are watching on the internet, take your cup. The blood of Jesus will speak for you and for me. The blood of Jesus Christ. Lift your hands for your blessing. Everybody lift your hands. Even if you didn't have the communion, just lift your hands. May the blessing of the Lord rest upon this entire congregation. May the congregation of the Lord multiply. Let every sickness and problem that is disturbing your life be healed and resolved now. Put your hand on your belly. Be healed right now. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. I rebuke curses. I rebuke Satan. I rebuke snakes. I rebuke wickedness that is working against you. The Lord bless you. The Lord cover you forever. The Lord protect you forever. And as you are a permanent and forever person, may the Lord, his presence be with you also forever. The Lord go with you forever. The Lord be with your children forever. The Lord fights for you forever. The Lord help you forever. In the name of Jesus Christ. And everyone shouted your loudest. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.